We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on the second guest show, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live at the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside in Hancock County. Mississippi. We'll be here until 8 o'clock tonight, so if you're in the area, stop on by and visit us. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, the Editor-in-Chief of the uh, TheBirdRights.com, Ollie Cassell. Ollie, thanks so much for joining us. Man, got nothing to talk about with the Pels, you know, just when we thought we'd have a free weekend of football, then man, the, and, new, the news breaks with, with David saying that Zion's got to kidding me. I'm like, <laughs> and, and saying, I knew that's what uh, a would say. I'm like, okay. I knew it. <laughs> okay. I, I'm looking forward. Football's going to be over. We got a couple of games, the all-star break. Zion's coming back. back. In town. And then, uh, not so fast. I'm like, what? The breaks you gotta, hit. You got to be kidding me. Holly. What's up? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, listen, we can have t-shirts that they'd wear around here and it wouldn't be disrespectful. We'll be speaking the truth. And I said this, we can have a shirt in New Orleans, and we'd have Zion. Just we'll put, get Luke to wear. We'd have big letters, Zion. <laughs> you can sell this outside the Smoothie King Center. I don't know. It might be bootleg, whatever. Uh, we but, can get but, somebody but, to hey, do that. Just too. have Zion, and they just have he's hell when he's well. And, and everybody would know and, and you what don't, that means. And, and you don't have to put, say anything <laughs> else. That, that would sell like thousands. Yeah, guys, the news, it's completely unfortunate, right? We've seen 10 games of CJ, B.I. and Zion together. And like you said, hopes were high, like say about a week or so ago, that he was going to return even before the All-Star break. But then he suffered a setback, right? He's working out, re-pulled, whatever you want to call it, re-aggravated, hit hamstring. And this happens, right? He's not the only one. You see it around the NBA, the NFL. That's a tricky injury. Those soft tissue ones, especially with the big muscle involved in the hamstrings, very easily, right, to re-injure it. And that's what he did. And, you know, I'm not sure what the Pelicans do now because it sounds like he's going to be out for weeks, right? So they're going to have to stay afloat with B.I. and C.J. pretty much running the same team we saw last year, right? The team that made it into the play-in tournament and fought fought like crazy to get into the playoffs. I'm not saying that we won't see Zion, but I've got a feeling that he's going to miss probably, you know, maybe close to a month, maybe even more. I mean, I'm hoping that he sees maybe at least a couple of weeks of the regular season. I've talked to some people who deal with the injury a lot. And they tell me the second time it's pulled, that's the worst part. The injury layoff time is even longer than the first time. And then you really are careful with it. And so, my goodness, if that's the case, then we might not even see Zion unless this team makes a playoff. Yeah, and, and Ollie, with Mike saying, look, the possibility he's going to miss the majority of the regular season for the third time in four mm-hmm. years. And we played 23 games after the All-Star break. That's a six-week period. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Is it like all of a sudden you, we got to make the postseason and that's when the games count and you can win a series? Did you shelf them for that or what? Yeah, I mean, look, that, that's their hope right now, get them fully healthy for the playoffs because we saw what this team's capable of last year, right? They held their own against the number one seed, the Phoenix Suns. And we saw this season, right? Zion played 29 games. And once he got his feet wet after the first few weeks of the season, 
he looked like an MVP caliber type of candidate, right? That's when the Pelicans won uh, a lot of games where they went on their massive two winning streaks and were sitting first in the Western Conference. They were 23 and 12. I won't forget it. Day before New Year's Eve. And then it's, you know, and everything went downhill. Zion gets hurt. The team can't seem to suddenly win games. Now they're finally finding some footing, right? Brandon's finally healthy and he's playing well, but man, they missed the big guy because when he's healthy and right, he is literally one of the best players in the league. So let's hope, really cross your fingers and hope we get to see him in the playoffs. Yeah, looking at uh, what, 29 games, uh, this speaks for itself. He averaged 26 points. He's basically shooting 61%, seven rebounds, four and a half assists. And when he's in, uh, the, the 7-12 and 12 record with him in the lineup. And, and then all the games he missed, they 12-16. and 16. And then, uh, but, you know, availability. To be held accountable, you got to be available. And I'm looking at, like, uh, you look at B.I. and Zion, because that's all superstars. They've combined to miss 63 games this season. <laughs> and then they played 114 games and missed 169 since the Pelicans selected him first overall in 2019. Is he like a high-performance car? I don't know, like a Ferrari. It's always in the shop. A, a Lamborghini, yeah. Boy, it's always I took in the him shop. out, and it was like, One uh, thing or another. It was like, Good this, Lord. we had to change the spark plugs or this or that. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it, it's frustrating because you know he could play. And play at a super high level. No, That's it, the worst be part. dominant. You wouldn't be all of a sudden. You know, the fans are involved, and what comes about with the All-Star game but they voted him to be like a starter in the All-Star mm-hmm. game. And, and, and think about how much he's played. That's how the, the, the perception and the dominance it could be. Yeah. Well, there's that's a perception reality, but with him it is true. The perception is reality. When he's on the court, he tilts the court, so to speak. Yeah, but, yeah, that's but, how, yeah, but, but again, the availability yeah, 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 is yeah, the yeah, question yeah, mark. You, you can't be Michael Thomas Jr., uh, like all of a sudden with the Saints, he was NFL Offensive Player of the Year when you think about that. And how about, uh, you know, I was texting with Steve Geller. I mean, uh, listen, uh, AD, uh, you know, Anthony Davis, we look at him with the Lakers, the good riddance. But we don't want street clothes 2.0. Uh, I mean, oh, like, uh, that's my favorite player. He's in street clothes. Uh, you know, because it all, what did they say about AD? Oh, street clothes. We don't want street clothes 2.0. We want somebody on the court not based on their unbelievable potential. Ali, wouldn't you say that I think this is going to be throughout his career? I, I think no matter what, that he's going to, just because of the way he's built, the torque, the, the speed, the size, strength of this man, that he's always going to miss some time, one way or another. Yeah, that's a given. I mean, look at his first four seasons, right? He missed two-thirds of his rookie season, played 61 games in his second year, but then missed all of his third year. And this year, he's only played in half the games, right? And here's a bigger concern. It's the fact that Brandon Ingram now is missing a lot of time, right? He's missed over 60% of his games this year after missing about a third of his games last year. So he's trending the wrong way, and that's where I'm concerned. Because if your two best players are suddenly on the shelf for more than half a season, well, I don't know how you're going to ever achieve any kind of consistency, right? And you don't have to look no further than around the league. The Clippers, they got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George together about four years ago. They've only made one Western Conference Finals in those four years because those guys are always hurt. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, they all get together in Brooklyn. They, because they missed so many games over 1.5 seasons, they only played 16 games together. And then they went their separate ways, as we just saw. 
So that's my concern, right? How do the Pelicans move forward? Because you've got to have at least one of these guys on the court, and hopefully both, right? Because, I mean, you've got a legitimate championship contender if you can figure that out. That's why uh, people might hate me in New Orleans. I, I, I'm going to keep it real here. Now, that's why I love the king, LeBron James. Look all the years he's played and how he answers the bell. Look how LeBron James. Now, now I'm not saying he hasn't skipped games and uh, game management and all that. LeBron James is. That's freaking, since he's 18 years old, that's unbelievable. At his age today? Uh, no, no, no. That's, I'm un- telling you, that's unreal. You can hate on LeBron, whatever, but I don't know. Look at the games LeBron has answered the bell. I mean, I, I mean just look at it. I mean, I don't care yeah, Cleveland, Bobby, I mean, Miami, or L.A., whatever. Yeah, Bobby, you're right. Look, I mean, he's in his 20th season, and he's putting up MVP numbers, and he's looking just as spry as anybody out there, right? I mean, averaging over 30 points a game, and Anthony Davis mentioned a bunch of time, and he kept the Lakers afloat. So what he's doing is incredible, but that's what you hope for. He really legitimately takes care of his body to the point that it's religious with him. 365 days of the week. I know he's really improved his fitness level from last season. He's eating right. And right now I know he's doing work behind the scenes to try and keep his conditioning there. But, yeah, I, I feel like to, to hit his, any kind of his potential, he's going to have to become elite at it, the way LeBron's done it, the way Michael Jordan did it in his career, where these guys don't take days off, right? They live and breathe basketball, and so they took care of their bodies 110% of the time. Uh, Ali, one of the things is, what do you think Josh Richardson is going to bring to the table? Uh, we talked to uh, Antonio Daniels, and he said, man, listen, he's a dog on defense, and he's got a pretty good outside shot. Th- this team's going to need Josh Richardson down the stretch, even more now uh, without yeah. Zion in the lineup. Yeah, I'm glad the Pelicans made this deal because Devontae Graham just didn't really fit on the roster, right? Jose Alvarado proved himself last season. And this year, we're kind of seeing Kyra Lewis deserves more minutes. So the Pelicans don't need another small guard out there when you've already got CJ starting for you. So another bigger wing that can guard one through three, like AD said, he's been a great defender his entire career. This is his eighth season. And he even shoots the ball better than Devontae Graham is, right? So from three-point range. So when you look up and down, he, he can do everything for you as a replacement type of player off the bench, right? So he's going to be a good role player. And I've been told he's going to play tonight. So he's going to jump right into this opportunity, and uh, hopefully he'll help the Pels. Now, like when you look at it now, they're going to face the Thunder tonight. Um, then you got the Lakers on Wednesday. Uh, if you can only pick one out of the two, I want them to beat the Lakers on Wednesday. Obviously, <laughs> I, I hate yeah. the Lakers. But, uh, but you look at where they're at, uh, the Thunder tonight, the Lakers on Wednesday, their final two games for the All-Star break. Uh, then, uh, then their first game after the All-Star break, they're going to play the Raptors. Uh, so, so where are they at right now? Uh, if you're looking into crystal ball, because when you look at it and then you are optimistic about the team, it does vary from like month to month. I mean, it's like, okay, uh, where are we in December versus January or something? And so I don't know. So, so when you look in your crystal ball, where do you think uh, we'll be, I don't know, the closeout February, uh, going on the back end, uh, you know, in March? I mean, we'll, we'll be able to turn the corner, and, and uh, hopefully we're not in the playing play-in game. Uh, I mean, I know we want to be in the postseason, but where do you think we're going to be at? I think where you see them right now is where we're going to see them, right? So they're one and a half games behind the Mavericks, and they're, you know, just a handful of games ahead of guys, or excuse me, teams that aren't even in the playing tournament. 
So they're currently seventh, but there's so few games separating all the teams. So when you just lose, win or lose one game, chances are you're moving up or down in the standings. I think that's just going to be the way it's going to be now for, like you said, for the rest of this month at least. Golden State, they're missing Steph Curry. So the Pelicans missing Zion. There's other teams around the league that are having issues too, right? Dallas lost all their defensive players getting Kyrie Irving. So we saw them, right? They lost to the Kings by giving a whole bunch of points last night. Suns, they may need some games to figure it out with KD too because they lost their guys, their defensive guys too. So nobody is healthy and raring to go, right, outside of pretty much the Nuggets. So it's going to be wide open. But, again, can you go on a winning streak? I doubt it, right? I mean, it's tough. Every team now with 25 games left is fighting to get in the plane or the playoffs. So you're going to get your best shot just about every single night. So what you want to see, basically, is the Pelicans try and figure out ways to win some of these close ones. Because tonight, it's going to be a battle against the Thunder. They're young. They're hungry. They're almost at 500. And they haven't had winning seasons since Russell Westbrook left. So they would love to change that perception. Lakers, you know LeBron's not going to quit. Even though he doesn't play in all the games, there's just a thing that he wants to get in the playoffs. He doesn't want to always be sitting out for the rest of his career. So, yeah, guys, I'm just hoping that the Pelicans can keep their heads above water and find kind of that rhythm they had earlier in the season when guys were still missing, right? Stars were missing games, but they still won a lot of games. Let's see them if they can get back to that. Yeah, boy, it's amazing when the heat of the uh, football season – and uh, the Pels were second in the Western Conference, December the 30th. Then you have January, and you're 3-13. and 13. So I'm not saying you've got to be 13-3 and three or, or, or have that kind of month. Uh, but I don't know. You've got to at least uh, – you can't go on a losing streak. Uh, you have to be at least 500 going back. Yeah, they already did. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to kind of go like if you can win one, uh, then if you lose one, you've got to win another one. You've got to go like at least back and forth to keep pace. I think Trey Murphy becomes a, now a major, major player for the Pels. We, he has shown up that he can hit the three-point shot. We can see he's gained some confidence in his play. Ali, your thoughts on Trey Murphy. Yeah. I think he becomes now an even bigger player uh, in the Pels lineup. Well, and like Mike was saying, uh, Ali, don't you think that uh, considering he's sh- shooting such a high percentage, that you have to have, if not you two. you got to fun him the ball. No, if not fun two him. or three, uh, four more attempts a game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the coaching staff has been preaching to him, right? They've been wanting to see him shoot more for months now. But I think the message is finally getting across because here in February, he's shooting more, he's making more. And anytime he does that, when he, he shoots a good number and, and say he makes about four or so, the Pelicans usually win. So you're right. You've got a weapon like him. So if you're CJ, you're BI, you're a playmaker on this team, you got to look for him. He's now getting himself open. In the past, he was kind of just sitting there waiting for a catch-and-shoot opportunities. But now he's moving off the ball more a little bit like Ray Allen or Reggie Miller, right? you always got to move because teams know what you can do. Now he's getting himself open. Now we're kind of seeing his teammates find him. But they've got to even raise that up a level or two because you're right. He's one of the best shooters in the game. And the opponents know this, but you still got to try and figure out ways to get him shots and They've done a good job here in February. I just hope it continues, like I said, but raise it up a notch or two because without Zion, you're going to have to get that scoring from somewhere. It can't all just be B.I. and uh, C.J. Now, uh, uh, Ollie, what is your take? Uh, because I think uh, it seems like he's pushed the right buttons. Uh, now, the players have to be able to answer the bell. Uh, if you could get into the head of, of Pelicans Executive Vice President David Griffin, he's probably saying, man, you got to be freaking kidding me. And that you look at Zion and 
you know, uh, and he goes on, he's talking to the media. He said he's progressed to the point where he was able to do contact a little bit. He was doing one-on-one, then he had uh, progressed to three-on-three. Mm-hmm. And then it happened on the floor. Unfortunately, the injury is a very high uh, instance of a, has a very high instance of a reoccurrence, so to speak. And then it's tricky and it's hard to navigate. I mean, he, I mean, you think David Grave, Griffin has ever experienced anything like this? What he's doing, dealing with Zion, or what? No, I mean, look, there's only three teams in the league that have lost more games. Their players lost more games to injury or health protocols than the Pelicans, right? So you're already behind the eight ball there. And he, when he first arrived here, if you guys may remember, they completely refurbished uh, the Pelicans' training facility where they made a bigger area for the training staff. They added more personnel, some renowned names like Aaron Nelson, who was in Phoenix, right? He kept Grant Hill's career going. He uh, gave a little renaissance to Shaquille when he landed there for a little bit. And they kept Steve Nash upright because he's had back issues almost his whole playing life. So he did such a great job here. You thought that, well, Griff went out and got the best. Build him a good facility, right, to get all the uh, prevention done with the players and stuff, that it would have worked. It hasn't really worked. So it makes you wonder, right, if you've done everything you can on that end, are we just down to bad luck and players not being durable enough? And, and that's what I'm afraid we're at. When you look at Zion, like I said, he's only had one decently healthy season in his first four. Brandon's trending the wrong way, too. And when you're the Pels and you're spending money on the facilities, on the right personnel, and yet this is still happening even worse now, it seems like. I don't know what you do if you're Griff, but, yeah, it's, it's probably keeping up a lot of nights because you got to figure out a solution, like I said. Stars win in this league, and you got to figure out a way to get them on the court and keep them on the court. Ali, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Wish you had better news, but, man, it's always news, one way or another. All right, it's either good or bad. And ne- yep. It never stays the same. It's like the Saints. I know, Mike. I wish we, we – we were so happy that first half of the season. I wish we Man, could go those vibes. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ollie. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you, Ollie. Yep. Ollie Gussell does a great job covering the Pelicans. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 870. And I got some numbers from the Super Bowl that's astonishing of the viewership. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 